Here's the blunt truth. Your dating profile sucks. It sucks bad. I know it does. I've seen them. And every dude that's come to get help from me has had a really, really terrible profile, but they really didn't realize how bad it actually was. I think they were driven to come get help from me because they weren't getting the matches they were expecting and they couldn't figure out why. Well, they figured out why. It's because their dating profile was all wrong. So if you want help with yours to get you better matches and the matches that you're looking for, just come to this girl. Go to kristencarney.com slash dating help. I'll make you a dating profile that is witty, but also you. It's engaging, it's interesting, and it's not a turnoff to her. So get my help. Go to kristencarney.com slash dating help, kristencarney.com slash dating help. Want to know the hidden meaning behind what women say and do? Then check out the Chictionary. It's the Wing Girl Methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men written in dictionary format. Go get a copy of the Chictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick. Whenever I go away for the weekend, I never have any idea which bag to take with me. I either have my boring black suitcase that I got from Target that everyone else has, or I can take this dingy old duffel bag that I got from my parents' basement years and years ago. And honestly, I usually go duffel bag because it's a weekend trip. It makes more sense to have a duffel bag and not a suitcase. And now I don't really have to choose between the crummy duffel bag and the suitcase because I got a baboon duffel bag. And baboon makes technical duffel bags for all of life's adventures. They're waterproof, tearproof, durable, but also stylish duffel bags. And they come with free shipping and a lifetime guarantee. And they come in two sizes, a small for carrying on and a large to check. Both sizes can be stuffed in a trunk, carried on your back, or dragged wherever your adventure takes you. See why Condé Nast Traveler is calling it the ultimate weekender. I'm going to become the ultimate weekender now that I've got my baboon bag. So visit baboontothemoon.com and enter promo code WOMEN to receive 10% off of your purchase. That's baboontothemoon.com, code WOMEN. baboontothemoon.com, code WOMEN. Coming up on this week's episode of the Ask Women podcast, we have done a Thanksgiving special for you. It is only 20 minutes long. You're welcome. (laughs) Keep listening. Thanksgiving and welcome to the Ask Women podcast. Marnie is here, I am here, and we are doing a very special Thanksgiving episode just for you guys and just for your stuffed bellies. So you have something to digest in addition to what you were just eating. I don't know. Does that make sense? Okay. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Yes, we're going to make this a short episode. um, But yeah, mainly we're doing this because we just want to say thank you. I mean, we're going to answer questions from listeners as well, but we wanted to say thank you. We have been doing this for a very long time. Um, I still enjoy doing it. I don't know. I definitely still It depends on our guests. It depends on the guests. I It's weird. Yeah, it's really weird how it affects me so much, like my energy and the way my brain works. If I don't like what a guest is saying or the energy they're giving off, I'm off my game. Anytime that we do a show together, I think that... I think we do that for each other. That's why we're still doing this. Because um, it's been, what, four years now? Five years? Like five. Oh, I know I'm bad with numbers, but I'm pretty sure it's five. That's 
insane. And why do I people know. still want to listen to this shit? Come on. Don't you know what you're doing yet? <laughs> Clearly, we're not doing our jobs. Yeah, exactly. If no one's Show learned yet and they've got to keep listening. Over. We <laughs> are stopping after Thanksgiving. Anyway, you guys are wonderful. You're amazing. Um, and girls, girls who are listening to the show as well. I get, I get emails from women saying how much they really enjoy the podcast. Um, but without you guys listening and, and downloading episodes, we wouldn't continue to do this. One thing I do want to mention, if we are going to give thanks, please also give thanks to the people who sponsor our show. I don't know who's sponsoring our show this week. We add those in afterwards. Um, but whoever is sponsoring our show, they sponsor and continue to sponsor our show when oh. our, what? You're doing the same thing again. Better? Yeah, but it's weird. Now Very, it's hollow. Now your strange. voice is totally hollow. Um, but these people continue to sponsor our show because our listeners buy something from them. So in order to keep the show on the air, yeah. because they pay for us to be able to do this show, um, please go and be thankful for our sponsors. Don't have to buy a whole bunch of... Yeah. Well, well, for him, so the other day, they had an ad on TV. And I said to yeah. my dad, oh, I read an ad for them like once a week. And my dad was so impressed. But unfortunately, right. his hair is so far gone <laughs> that I don't think he could do anything. But I right. I told him to check it out anyway. But for him, so, so support for him's and then... Dirty Lemon, Baboon. Um, Baboon. Uh, 11 baboon and so many yeah cool and, and so thank you to our sponsors so yes, as well for sponsoring our show but now down to the nitty-gritty of information about women so i wanted to read this one question from steven um he wrote hi emily which i thought was interesting so i'm thinking that he thought he was writing to sex <laughs> with emily but i'm honored that he thought we were sex with emily so i'm still going to read the question even though steven fucked up completely and wrote to the wrong person i've Heard you on the Ask Women podcast a few times. <laughs> and also that one time I'm Angelique Chill. <laughs> Is he thinking of Emily? <laughs> yes. Okay. So Steph, I, I thought it was a good question. So anyway, it's always fun hearing you make Kristen so uncomfortable. It's my highlight of 2018. Since <laughs> I'm a 26-year-old male virgin, Marnie, my very own personal wing girl, suggested I listen to a metric shit ton of your podcast to make up for lost time and learn about clits and stuff. Anyway, my roommate's puppy stepped on my frenulum while I was under the influence of a marijuana cigarette. It's been 36 hours and I can still feel the ghost of his little claws piercing into my wiener. Should I put my roommate's dog down? How would I cover that up or should I just be honest with him? Thanks for teaching me about vulvas. I just thought this was funny to read. <laughs> wait, so wait, the dog did what to his penis? Maybe he's not uh, the, a virgin anymore. He stepped on his frenulum. A dog stepped on his frenulum, which I have no idea yeah. what that is. But for a dog to step on it, well, I was going to say it must be long. Is that, in, in the well, way, it's the piece be between the testicles and the shaft of the I penis. Thought no, it's like right oh, the, the bump. Right. Anyway, that is an erogenous zone for men. So that if you are having sex or giving a blowjob, that you should also press that little button and oh, that, anyway i just thought it was funny that somebody wrote in like the, these are the emails that sex with emily gets um but, but I do want to know, like, did he did that feel like did he orgasm all right <laughs> should i put the dog down because now i'm attracted to the dog and no, i have challenges no, that around no that's horrific um, I, I thought it was well, funny yeah well scientifically we can't answer your question but um jokingly we can 
Yes. And I think you've officially lost your virginity to a dog. I think so too. I think so too. <laughs> anyway, now to some real questions because I thought that was kind of funny that they were writing into you. Emily, we'll pass that on to her, Stephen. So I hope your uh, frenulum is doing okay. I would not suggest um, putting the dog down for this because it was not his fault. I think that your frenulum got in the way. Yeah, he's trying to help you. <laughs> Don't be a dick and then kill him for it. Right. Horrible. All right. Uh, hi, Marnie, Kristen, and guests. First off, love the podcast. Marnie, you are great uh, at making the conversation productive. And Kristen, you have me laughing each podcast. Tell me if I've read this one. My question is, what do you what do you do to get into an approaching and social mindset? Did we read this one already? I don't think so. Okay. I myself have suffered with depression and anxiety for years now. I'm 23 now and started as a teenager. It can make you feel the worst and not good enough for anyone, but that is for me to deal with for myself. I'm asking the question because at times when I am more myself and have gotten talking to girls, I do well. It is just getting into the mindset of approaching and being social that can be a struggle. What are some of the ways you recommend or do yourself or have heard of that would get you into a social mood and feeling good to approach? Something that knocks you out of your head and lets you be confident. I have read about your rubber band technique, which I'm trying to use, but was looking for others as well because I keep forgetting the rubber band or they stretch and fall off. Lastly, I'm partially asking because many of my friends now have girlfriends or for whatever reason, aren't around to hang out. So I have been doing more stuff alone. It's difficult, but I'm not letting my friends who are stuck in their ways take away from me trying to get out and meet new people and approach me. Connor from Ireland. So I wanted to point this question to you because I know that you also struggle with this. I struggle with this as well. Um, but what do you do to, to make yourself get into a more jolly mood? And this is good for the holiday time because everybody's jolly right now. Well, it's interesting that he would ask this question because yesterday I was shopping and not social whatsoever. I was looking for winter boots. And I think we talked about that before. I'm on a hunt for winter boots and I wasn't feeling social. I was running from store to store to store. And all of a sudden I started talking to one of the girls at DSW, the shoe warehouse place. Yeah. And I immediately felt fun and funny and like I was on and she thought I was just the coolest. And after that, I went to a restaurant alone to eat because I was like, I don't want to, you know, end this. Ruin this. Yeah. Yeah. Like I I felt like it woke up my brain. And so I think you have to do whatever you can do to wake up your brain. And there's a lot more happening inside of that little brain than you think. So like yesterday when I was shopping, I was trying on Sperry boots and some Sperry's fit me in a size seven and some are huge in a size seven. seven. Right. And so I started vocalizing that to the girl working. And all of a sudden it got my brain turning and I was like, it's a number. It's not like a color. A color, you know, blue, there's variations. It could be light blue, dark blue, but a number, that's a hard number. Why are there variations between seven? And right. So you're like doing a set at the middle, in the middle of... Well, all the, yeah. All of a sudden my brain just started going and I, um, and then before I even went to the restaurant, I ended up talking. To, I almost felt like a weirdo. Like I want to say to people at stores, I'm not a weirdo. I'm just in the mood to talk or something. And so I think you just have to do one thing to get your brain wired or like zipped a little bit. I don't know Mm -hmm. if it's coffee or whatever it is, a headstand, a cartwheel, something to just get your brain chemicals flowing. 
And it's the thing is for me, and I know for anyone who's experiencing that, it feels like a thousand pounds when you're like, oh, I have to talk to somebody. But all of a sudden the the you know, rock gets rolling down the hill and it picks up speed and it wasn't as heavy as you thought it was at the beginning. You just have to get over that first heavy moment. And then before you get it, you'll be rolling with it. I I love everything you just said. We've talked about this a million times on the show, about like practicing conversation before you go to meet somebody on a date, like parking three blocks away and smiling at people and working on your body language and picking up your step a bit and maybe getting into conversations with the convenience store owner that you stop in at to get some gum right before you go. It's really just about, you know, practicing your conversation and your jokes on people you don't give a shit about Mm -hmm. people that you're less invested in, which is kind of what you did. You're like, whatever. I don't care if she likes me. She's going to roll her eyes. I don't care. Right. Which is why you're more comfortable putting it out there, but it does something for you. It gets you going and it boosts it for you. And I like how you said just doing something like a cartwheel or jumping up and down those things. I know favorite song loud something. Oh my God. Yeah. All those things pump you up and put you into a different state when you're just staying blah, I guess is is the way to put it. Like nothing's going to change. You have to alter something. So trigger your primal brain a little bit and do something different and out of the ordinary. I love the jumping up and down. I love the cartwheel. I love the running around the block in the winter when it's freezing cold out just to get your energy flowing and then keep it going because after you do that, you're going to have a smile on your face and then you can put that out to other people. Well, there was so I, I think that that's an ad on TV that played over and over and over. I don't know if it's still on, but it would say bodies in motion tend to stay in motion. Bodies at rest tend to stay in rest. And it had, yeah. I don't know if it was for some drug company or something, but that's always stuck in my mind. And it's so true. Once you're going and moving, you it's so much easier to just and keep going and moving. So keep talking to people, even if it's painful, because once the motion starts, then it's, easier to keep doing. Yeah, no, I agree with you. So one of the exercises that we've talked about a couple of times on the show and that I have in two of my programs um, is called becoming an animal, right? So it's selecting your animal that you resonate with. So this is a quick way to get confidence into your body. If, if the tactic that we've just said doesn't resonate with you, you can visualize an animal and you can attach different attributes to that animal. And then you can ask yourself going through the list. How does that animal stand? How does that animal talk? How does that animal walk? How does that animal go after what they want? And then you practice doing and being each of those things so that you have a quick image that you can put into your body that you've done before, that your body's felt before. So at a moment's notice, if you need quick confidence, you can quickly recall the animal, visualize it, and then put it into your body. But just like, don't I mean talk. It, like, that's not as fun as a somersault. Yeah, but don't talk like the animal specifically. So it's like if you're a lion, right. don't roar. Actually, say words. Right. It's stupid. <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> if guy came up and just went like? <laughs> I mean, you would pay attention. You're like, what the fuck are you doing? You would. You totally would. At any age, you would be like, what is going on? Am I on a show or something? All right. One more question. And then we're going to let you get back to your Thanksgiving or to your indigestion. All right. Hi, Marnie. Well, it's just to me. Sorry. Um, <laughs> hey, enjoy. <laughs> I didn't even try and cover that up. Uh, hey, enjoy the vids advice. Even Stephen Hawking said, um, women are a mystery that can't be solved. Like many men, I love the chase and usually 
uh, real good at determining interest, especially, oh, experience and study body language as a hobby. But I can't figure out this girl at work. I'm 41, she's 23. Though before her group got a new project, they're all really busy. Though before it, she'd stop what she was doing and come to talk to me. Even if just clocking in and saw each other, she'd let her car run outside for five to 10 minutes to do so. Though she has no time now. I don't know why he's doing that. When I'm in a, uh, when I'm in a hallway coming from the men's room, her office is in an opposite direction. If she's walking to it by herself or with others, most of the time it looks towards my end or I'd be walking face towards her. All other offices empty in the hallway. It's clearly to see if I'm walking towards that way. And when she sees me, always flashes the biggest smile. Of course, any man with a brain can't risk pursuing a woman at work, but we're both looking uh, for other positions. And she was clear to say she doesn't have a boyfriend. When either, If when either leaves and I'm not in a serious long-term relationship, just dating at the moment and in New York City, it's a breeze, but not to find someone with A, B, C, and D that, Uh, has a lengthy process and she's exactly my type and has everything else I'm looking for. Now with that background, is it worth keeping her on the back burner while continuing to build sexual tension or think it's a lost cause? Um, She just likes the attention. Let me know your thoughts, Peter. Mm. Well, I don't think anything's indicating she just likes the attention quite yet, or we didn't have enough information to deduce that. I don't think there's enough. Yeah. Um, I don't think she's really giving you much, to be honest. She's smiling at the office. I don't think you've really established anything yet with her, but there's nothing wrong with, you know, waiting until she leaves. But I would, I would try to see if there's something more there. Yeah. Now, I guess, like, yeah, I guess I feel like there's not enough information, but the back burner can't hurt for the time being, unless your back burner ends up being your front burner and then you're way too focused on her, then it's not worth it. Right. But at the moment, yeah, yes. you can have her hanging out in the background. If you see her out on the street, hey, how's it going? You know, something could possibly ignite down the road, but she's not giving you any indicators to go forward or to not talk to her. Either. Not to go forward. Yeah. So it's yeah, she's really just flashing a smile at you. Plus, you're the older guy in the office. She's 23. 23. I remember when I, yeah, I, when I was 23, I was smiling at every single person who happened to be older in the office because they were somebody that was in the position that was higher than me. And I wanted to be liked in some way. I'm just saying that that's not really a clear indicator that she's interested. Right. And I think, but you can try. When he said she would walk by his area, she probably has to. It's probably a thorough way through the office. It's not like she's walking by your desk over and over and over, you know? Right. Or lingering around your desk. Anyway, I would try to get more information first, Peter, before you even contemplate putting anybody on a back burner because you may be having her on the back burner for absolutely no reason. So I would try to establish more of a connection with her, having a conversation with her, maybe having a happy hour where the people from your office go out of the office and interact and see what else is there so that you can have more information about whether or not she actually is interested. And maybe she doesn't even know if she's interested because you haven't really had those interactions. But absolutely do not look like, do not look for a new job specifically to not work with her anymore so you can figure out because that will backfire. Right, exactly. I mean, it could not backfire. a great job. New job. Yeah, if that's the impetus for getting this great new job, more power to you. I think that's wonderful. Um, Yeah, and that's all we got for our Thanksgiving special. I wanted to keep this short and sweet. And of course, we do tend to 
talk a lot. But again, Thanksgiving, there's already enough annoying conversation. We don't want to add to the noise. So we're right. short and sweet. And we will be back next week with a full-length episode. Yes, we will. Thank you, guys. You guys are awesome. New episodes of the Ask Women podcast come out every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific. Please do not download individual episodes. Go and subscribe to our show so it automatically comes in so that when you are in your food coma or whatever it is and you need us, we're there. You don't have to go search for us. Also, if you want to write in questions for us to answer and overanalyze, please send them to ask at askmenpodcast.com. You guys are awesome. We'll see you next week.